one of you for joining us today. I'm sorry, who was that? No, I'll tell you, go ahead, Alice. Oh, okay. All right, then. Uh, hopefully, Cortina will take a moment to uh, join in. I'll get on her lately, later. Well, at least the one thing about it that I know uh, God did, he said he worked six days and the seventh day he rested. All this seven day a week, we're not going to have a gun in, good end working seven days a week. Uh, we're supposed to take some time and enjoy ourselves and relax, at least uh, focus on the Lord a little bit. Uh, but I do want to thank each and every one of you for joining, joining back in with us. We've had two days, two weekends off. And I thank God that Vet's able to join us now. She doesn't have to work on Sunday nights anymore. So hopefully she is able to join in and, and, and be with us as we go through these lessons. Uh, today is supposed to be a, a, a spe, another special day. But I decided that I'm just going to go ahead and, and I talk with my sister. said, no, go ahead and do the lesson because we've been off too long. And we have been off too long. We've had some hurdles to jump over the last two weekends. And we made it through. We need to thank God that we made it through. Today's lesson is really uh, the little video I sent you all about the trouble not not a video but a song about and this is a lesson of encouraging uh we're there are so many voices in the world so many things that's happening right now and what we're trying to do is to, i want to be able to encourage each and every one of us and we're going to discuss uh songs uh, i think it's song 27 so you might want to grab that uh yeah grab song 27 today uh, is Miss Bernie and Tammy online? Okay, so we're go, we're gonna go ahead and and I'll open up in prayer. But Psalms twenty seven, and that's a, a song of David. It's a it's a really a song of encouraging. And Father God, I just want to thank uh, each and every one that was able to join us this evening, Father, and those that's coming online late, Father God. Uh, I encourage them to come on and fellowship with us uh, to encourage each other just to continue waiting on the Lord. And each and every one of us, I, I just ask God for a blessing for each and every household that's on the line, each and every household that will come online later, Father. Thank you for your wisdom and your directions. Thank you for the peace that you give us as we walk through this journey, Father. We give you all honor and praises. And for those that's unable to join us, Father God, it, they can go back and listen on the recording later later on, Father God. We thank you for what you want to do today. And thank you for what you're going to do in our life. Thank you for blessing each and every household. In Jesus' name we pray. I uh, I am really kind of excited because the Lord gave me this this morning. Uh, and with that, Psalms 27, I want to go through. Now, like I said, each and every one of us go through so, so, so many things. But it's a choice. We don't have to go through it sadly because we know that as long as the Spirit of God lives in us, we, we have a we, we have a, a paraclete, someone that's with us, guide us, and direct us. But a lot of things we go through is by choice because that's where we want to be. We we don't want we don't want God's help. We want to just stay in the pity po me line. And uh, I'm sorry, some of you might get left behind. And I say for me, I'm going to leave you behind because I'm not wiping anybody's butt. 
Because the word of God is free to all of us. If you want to, he wants us to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. But if you choose to stay sick, if you choose to be in downcast and, and sad all the time, that's you. But I offer the word of God to you. Song 27, and this is a song that David read, uh, wrote. Now, we know a lot about David. We now know all the different things that David has gone through. And even last year, how we studied the, Dave, the song of David when God told us to pursue. That was our focus last year, to pursue. And when David, everything, he lost everything, uh, and his own men was ready to kill him, and he prayed, he stopped it, he prayed, asked God, what should I do? He said, pursue, pursue, you surely would overtake and recover all. And that's what David did, and we walked through that lesson the whole whole part of last year so that the beginning of this year as we were going into a war going into a battle God safely if we had focused if we had learned what he was saying to us we were equipped for the battle I know we went through some deep battles in uh started February we went through some deep ones but because God had already encouraged us the pain wasn't as hard because we know we we don't know exactly when God said okay this flower got to go this flower has served its time but when God makes the choice all we have all we're supposed to do is thank him for the time that we had with that person or, or whomever this month is a hard month for me because this is uh Robbie's birthday and I was really thinking not just here last night I had a not a hard night but I was, I was up most of the night most of the morning just praying for situation friends family and just like touching each household uh, looking at the things that you you see people stuck in they don't trust God and so this lesson is really just to encourage you now starting with the song song 27 Verse one, it says, "The Lord is my light and my salvation." This is this is what David is saying. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? We can ask ourselves these different questions. This is what you call a channel check. This is a personal message to each and individual person that can hear. If you can hear what the Word of God is saying, take some time, settle your spirit down. Listen to what God is saying, and if you you stand you're standing in a bunch of junk, I I say if you're standing in a bunch of vomit, you won't be able to hear it. You don't have to stand in that vomit. God gives us a way of escape. So when David was saying, "The Lord is my light and my salvation," whom shall I fear? Well, we all have some little stuff that come up, and instead of us running towards the enemy, we should run towards the Father. Ask ourselves, why am I afraid? God does not give us a spirit of fear. Verse 2 says, The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Whom shall I be afraid of? And we all know what a strong stronghold is. It means a fortified place. It means that we're kept behind a wall. The enemy can't get into that wall when we're in the arms of God. The enemy can't get in. He could touch us mentally, but when we know who we are in God, the enemy won't even bother us. We just hold tight on God's unchanging hand, knowing that we're, he's in us, living within us, directing us, encouraging us what to do. Going on, he said, when the wicked advance against me to devour me, what, what the word devour means to, when they want to, when they get greedy, want to enter, eat me up, when the enemies want to throw stones at me. 
and try to make me afraid. Tell tell me that well, God's not gonna do this. He's not he's not gonna do that. He's not gonna do it. But when you know you have the Spirit of God living in you and the enemy comes up with this junk you just kind of laugh at him because you know God isn't giving you negative stuff that's the enemy but if you want to listen to the enemy go ahead on now going on to the verse it says it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall and I put a question right there ask me how I know that and I want to ask you yourself is it your enemies and your foes who will stumble and fall or do you stumble and fall because when the spirit of God lives in you and you have that security no matter what you go through no matter what stone thrown at you no matter what lie is told you no matter what doors close no matter I, I could think of a whole lot of them but I'm not going to go through all of them because each and every one has their own thing they have to go through when all of that happened and, and we know we're not dumb dumbfounded because we, when we live in the spirit of God he will give you a peep as to when the enemy is coming if you have the if you live it in the right spirit and and going on down to verse 3 it says though an enemy besiege me my heart will not fear Though war breaks out against me, even then I will be confident. Some of these things I just wanted to soak in you. You, you take an awe moment, a silab moment as we go through this here. It said, though, in, though an army besiege you, I could think of some situation that felt like a whole army is coming up against me. But even though, this, even now the situation that I am, I'm devoted and sold out for God. I'm devoted, no matter what people say, I really don't care. Because everyone has the same opportunity that I have, that you have to accept. He said that everyone's will knee will bow their bow. One day, sooner or later, they'll bow their knee. But some people don't want to bow their knee. They want to stay pity and want to always get spoon fed. And those people is the one God tells us to get away from. You cannot keep spoon feeding a 50-year-old person. After a while, they become retarded, and I do know some retarded ones, and I'm not talking about anybody online. Personally, I do know some retarded adults because their parents won't let them go, won't do nothing for them. You think you're going to die on the cross for them? No. Jesus already paid the price, so you're wasting your time. Verse 4 said, One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. Verse 5, For in the day of trouble he will keep me safe in his dwelling, and he would hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. Hopefully you all are looking at this. Allowing the word of God to get within you and think about it. Think about even your own situation, financial situation, health situation, little little minor stuff that people bring to you that's not worth even thinking about. God tells us to lay aside. That's their choice, not your choice. But to me, right now, I'm I'm 74 years old, and I'm going. I'm seeking. I'm looking forward to January 28th. 
2023, I'll be 75 years old and I'm going, I am so happy knowing that and rejoicing that I've lived almost three quarters of a century. I, I am happy about that, you all. I'm truly, truly happy about that, knowing that God, I, I have realized what the purpose and plan God has for me, and that is to tell somebody about Jesus. I've walked a long way, stumbled, but, but through it all, only God was the one that got me through it. He said, for in the day of trouble, I've had some trouble. He will keep me safe in his dwelling. That's what I want to encourage to you all. Learn this word. Know this word. He will hide me in a shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. When the enemy comes in and, and want to what, evict you, sometimes the enemy wants to come in and, and interrupt your bank account and bring it down to a zero by one mistake that somebody else has done. We just don't sit there and be dumbfounded. You get up and do something about it. Find out what the enemy did to you. You just don't walk stupidly. You don't walk all the way around begging for somebody's help all the time. You need to be able to focus on the spirit of God that lives within you. Jesus said that he was going back to the father. And he was speaking to those that had accepted him, that wanted some help. He said, I will, I will not leave you comforted. I'm going to ask my father to send you another comforter. Another comforter. That's somebody that can live in each and every one that believes that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. That comforter will give you peace, give you wisdom and direction. But if you want to keep eating other people's vomit, that's your choice. Down to verse 6, it says, Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. Think about that. You all, We all have enemies. Sometimes the enemies can be our very own family. Of course the enemy, a lot of times, is our own friends. And forget me not to say how the enemy is in the church. But we have to be strong enough to know who we are and know the God that we're serving. We're not serving man. We're serving God himself. And the way to get to the Father is through the Son. Verse 6 again, it says, Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At his sacred tent, I will sacrifice with shouts of joy, will sing and make music of the Lord. When we get down and disturbed, and sometimes we get a little bit depressed, and always we, we have to think about is the word of God tells us the joy of the Lord is our strength. Think about some of the good times that he did bring you through. Think about the times when, when you didn't have and he gave you a way of escape, get, open a door for you. God is doing great things in us, but we, we, I, I, I look at what I was really looking at you all. I was thinking about the part when Jesus was uh, going through the town and he saw this fig tree. Beautiful leaves. I've taught it so many times already, and I'll bring it back to your remembrance today. Saw this beautiful fig tree. It had great, pretty green leaves on it. And Jesus was kind of hungry, but he went up to the tree. He didn't see no figs, no fruit. We've had that lesson. He saw no fruit, so he spoke a curse on the tree. And as it was coming back at the town, then the disciples that was with him recognized the tree is dead. The tree was dead because saw no fruit. We have to make sure you all that we could, we are, if we're professing Jesus, make sure you see some fruit. 
Don't go around trying to get somebody else to join Jesus when you got no fruit. You, you're, you're preaching a lie. Jesus is not a depressing God. Jesus won't keep us depressed. Jesus will not say, oh, well, keep us, uh, whoa, 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 I need help. I can't do this. That's not Jesus. And we should not try to tell anybody. We should not try to gather anybody. Because we're, we're not supposed to do that. You can read or read Acts 1 and 8. We're supposed to go out. Tell somebody about the good news. We need confidence, and confidence to know that Jesus, when we call, go to verse 7. Say, hear my voice when I call, Lord. Be merciful to me and answer. Be in a position where when you pray, the Lord will hear you and answer. Many of us call on the Lord, but we're not in the right position where he can even hear us. Holding those grudges and those bitterness and all that old stuff that happened way back when yesterday years, yesteryears, all that old stuff that you can't move out of the way, you can't flush, you're just holding on to it. You cannot walk into the presence of the Lord with all that dirty mess. Jesus told us to repent. And if you're too good to repent, I say, oh well. Verse 8 says, my heart says of you, seek his face. This is what, what David is saying to us. Seek God's face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. He said, I'll seek your face, Lord. I, I, I don't want to seek man's face. When I grew up at, at uh, 914B Audubon Avenue, grew up there until uh, I left there about 19, when I was about 18 years old and went off to college and then I, I come out this way. But in that household, we were taught about who God was and Jesus was and how to live holy. My mom and daddy didn't let us run up and down the street, didn't run to other people's houses, doing whatever they wanted, doing whatever we wanted to do. We went to school. We went to church. If we were of age enough to get there, we went to church. We went to school. We went to church. We went to school. Oh, did I tell you? We went to church and we went to school. He said, my heart says of you, seek God's face. Know who's in charge of your life. And if you don't, if you want wisdom and direction in all of it, Jesus said, I'll send you a comfort. All you got to do is believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. Then his spirit will come and live within you. It is so easy. You don't have to do it on your own. Going to verse nine, it said, do not hide your face from me. David said, Lord, please don't hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. And each and every one of us, if we're this far, we're on this line and listen, at some point, God has drawn, the Spirit of God has drawn you in your heart to believe that Jesus is the Son, to ask for help, to ask for wisdom. And, and said, he said also, do not reject me for, or forsake me, God, my Savior. And you never want God to spill you. He said, I want you either, I prefer you to be the hot or cold. But when you wishy-washy, lukewarm, he said he'll spit you out of his mouth. That's what the word of God said. When, when you don't know what you're doing, you're playing a game, he'll spit you out of your mouth. That's what he says. Uh, going on to verse 10, he said, though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. I can never remember that my mother or father ever forsake me. My natural mother and father never forsake me. Nor do I ever remember being in a position that God has thrown me away. 
when I stumble my toe, make some mistakes, in which I encourage you all, just repent. Repent, surrender yourself. And God, he, he said he'll throw it into the sea of forgiveness. And he, he won't remember it, but what we do, we go dig it up again. And we keep repenting over and over. Just throw it away, leave it alone, and move forward. But if you don't want to move forward, just keep staying. Look at your daily life. And one of the questions I ask you all on the text, has there been any changes since the last time we talked? Are you doing the same thing, feeling the same, you know, acting the same way, waiting for God to do something? Going on to verse 10, he said, uh, no, verse 11, he said, he said, David said, teach me your way, Lord. Lead me in a straight path because of my oppressors. We all got stuff, got people that's running after us. We all. We always got someone as a culture of people that want to press us down. Uh, verse 12 says, uh, do not turn me over to the, desire, to the desires of my foes. For false witnesses rise up against me, spouting malicious accusations. And this is really prevalent in this world, especially on these uh, corporate jobs. Uh, you have to stand as to know who you are. And being that I, I, I do me and Pat, and, and we're, we're at an age that when we, we started getting those jobs when you all weren't even think of, and at the very, very beginning, they think, didn't think us because of our skin color had no sense, no way. They didn't, even though their skin and grin in our face, we weren't uh, held accountable as actually as an even human being. But now it's the same thing happening, but people don't understand. You got to know who you are, stand strong mm -hmm. for your your opinions. You don't bend because somebody else mm -hmm. said this is the way it should be. No, you stand for your own opinion. You gird up. You gird up knowing that you have an opinion of your of what's right or wrong and you were taught what's right or wrong I know I was taught what's right or wrong and as I left my mother and father's house I learned the difference between what's right or wrong I never was alone I because I knew who the spirit of God was and then even with circumstances you still have to focus and make sure that you're connected you're not like a, a wild hair blowing in the wind whatever that person says you'll do it Know what you stand on, what 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 your conviction is. In verse verse uh, thirteen, it said, "I remain confident of this. I see the goodness of the Lord and the land of the living." And we all can take some time and just think about even in our own personal life, we can see some goodness as to what God is doing in the life. It's, 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 I, you hear this over and over and over. I've been in this chair two, two years. I could have gone into a depression a long time ago, but I don't like depression. And I don't like depressing people around me, so I couldn't go there. But verse 14, which I love, I love, I love, said, wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart. Wait for the Lord. Uh, there, there's a, the song that I played for you all earlier. I sent for you all to listen to. I want you to take time. We're going to run through that. And we're, we're not going to be online a whole long time tonight because this is really just to encourage you, no matter what you're going through right now, if you focus on God and believe that the Spirit of God is living in you and you're showing some fruit, trouble won't last always.
Mm-hmm. It will not last. It'll, it'll go away if you allow it to go away. But if you want to hold on to it, keep holding on to it. Stay in that zone. Uh, the lyric that I loved in this, uh, this thing, this guy's name was Wilson. Uh, I, I can't, let's see, what was his name? Uh, James Wilson. I, I, I love this song. Uh, let's see, let's see here what second of it. Hold on a minute. There's not a problem so small that Jesus can resolve in time you get involved. our God he cares about us. You believe that? Do you believe God cares about you? Mm-hmm. There's not a problem too tall, it said. There's not a problem too small that Jesus can't resolve. In time, he'll get involved. Our God cares about us. I said, God cares about you. All you have to do is believe that he is really God. And a lot of people don't believe there's a Jesus. This this, this, this new dispensation, they want to believe whatever they want to believe. But this is a personal, it's an individual relationship. When we stand before God, he's not going to ask, well, what did your husband say about me? He's going to ask you, what did you say? Isn't that what Jesus said to, to the disciples? Who do you say that I am? And the word goes on and says, so wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. He'll renew your strength. There's not a light. There's not a light too dark or journey too long to embark. Jesus will see you through. There's nothing that you can endure that Jesus cannot get you through it. You don't have to go out and get all mm-hmm. depressed and want to end up killing yourself. That's the whole purpose of us knowing who Jesus is. We have a confidence that strengthens us when we're weak. That said, "Oh, okay, you can." If you make one step, the word said to me, "If you make one, he'll make two. Can you imagine that? But you got to do something. You got to believe. You got to trust. You got to believe God. You can't do it yourself. You're not Jesus. There are so many of us that want to be Jesus. Do for others and we're carrying garbage and we're, tr- we're taking that garbage and putting it on somebody else. You cannot minister to anyone with bloody hands. I'll say it again. If you got bloody hands, you got unrepentance, you got hate in your heart, you got uh, roots in your heart, you can't minister to anybody. All you're doing is putting the devil's stuff on that person. Jesus is not like that. He said you got to come with a clean heart. In order to get to God, first of all, we got to believe that Jesus is his son. And if you think you're going to go around him, go head on and see what happens. Down to the next verse, they say, no, there is no journey too long to embark on. Jesus will see you through. In time, I'll make you new. Our God cares about us. So wait on the Lord. And I encourage you all, wait on the Lord. He, he will renew your strength cause, cause he's ordering. He's ordering your strength. He's got to wait. You've got to wait on the Lord. And, and I, I for one could definitely encourage you all. This, this last, t- I was thinking today, Mimi, I was thinking all the way back to, uh, on my phone. Uh, with the Google Photos that pops up, and it popped up for three years ago. And three three years ago was uh, I think it was three 
Yeah, three years ago. And it was 4th of July, around this time, 4th of July. And I was in Goldsboro, 4th of July. That was because uh, uh, our cousin, Dr. Dr. Bernard Bryant, had uh, found his long-lost sister. And so the Bryants wanted to help him celebrate. He asked us, well, we, could he have a gathering at the house? And I said, well, I, I really didn't want to come because I wasn't in the mood. I was kind of sickly right there because things was happening. Uh, when, when you know what God is doing, God was doing a new thing. He'd already said he was doing a new things and things were changing. So we went out. So I got there for the celebration and that popped up on my phone this morning. The little, little dance, uh, when we had the celebration, uh, Adel and Bernard and me, we were out, out dancing. All of us old and we were dancing. Bernard said that, uh, he had a new partner he was dancing with then. But that was the joy of the Lord that was in our heart. Even though shame had come to the family for all those years, he were able to recover a loss. And with the Bryants, we were able to share that loss with the family. And, and even though some of them didn't like it, but that's anyway, uh, I just encourage you, no matter what we're going through, no matter what happens in our life, as long as we know that we have God, we're like God. We have his spirit living in us. We have his spirit living in us. And all we got to do is rely on him. Take some time. Tell your big head to shut up. Sometimes we have to tell ourselves, just shut up. And if you're not bold enough or able to do that, you need to go back and repent and ask God to help you learn how to shut your mind up. How to rest sometimes. Uh, you, you're not able, you're, we're not supposed to go seven to seven all the time. We're not Jesus. We're not Jesus. Even God, like I said, even God, after he did six days of magnificent work creating this earth, and each day he said, that's good. That's good. That's a good what I did. But on the seventh day he rested. He took some time and rested. And I, I, I really want to uh, encourage you all, and I'm going to open the floor up so for some testimonies, but I want to encourage you all that no matter what goes on, just wait on the Lord. He wants you healthy, wealthy, and however wealthy you want to look at financial, and I look at health as, as my health as wealth to me right now. That's wealth to me when I'm going to be able to get out and walk in the backyard and 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 get my yard decent doing what I always done myself. Because people don't have the same visions you have for yourself. This this is an individual walk that we have with God. So if you think so less of yourself that you're not valuable to him, we're supposed to be after after we get saved or, or accept the spirit of God living in, we're supposed to be a living vessel. His spirit lives in us. His spirit won't live in a dead body. The word of God tells the absent from the body is present with the Lord. So if you're walking around with a dead body, dead mind, don't want to do nothing, you do not have the spirit of God living in you. I'm going to serve God and so that I can live another, at least I want to do at least a hundred. He promised me 120. And I'm looking forward to that. I, I, it sounds crazy in some cases, but I'm looking forward to that. I envision you all. I go. I get to go in here. I envisioned the other day uh, that that all my sisters and brothers that's living right now, we all. I want to be around when all of us get in our eighties. 
I'll be I'll be much older than them. But I want to see all of them in the eighties. And I picture I told Eddie I picture us sitting on the porch with twelve white rocking chairs, and all of us just sitting there praising God, thanking God that He brought us through. We are an example of what holiness is about. I stand firm on that. I grew up in a Bible Belt time. And in the Bible Belt time, uh, the only thing that we knew was, was God. We didn't know all this other stuff. We, 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 like I said, what, what do we do? Church and school. Church and school, that's all we had. Church and school yeah. and, and fellowship. Fellowshipping with our cousins. And then even then, mom allowed us to be with some cousins, not everybody. Because they, they knew their lifestyle, knew their parents' lifestyle. So all cousins we weren't able to be with. But that's why it's 12 of us listening today. Those that drifted off and did their own thing, they did their own thing. But somewhere in this mix, no matter. See, after, uh, let, let me go there a minute. I, I raised three girls. Those three girls have individual families. What they do in their families is their business. I'm not going to control their family. That's their stuff. That ain't my, I had my stuff. And I still got my stuff. Vera's going to make sure that when I go to be with the Lord, he say, uh, thy good and faithful servant, sit here. That's what I want to be, sitting here with him. And I encourage you all to, uh, that God is ordering your strength. You just got to wait on him. And as you wait on him, it means reading your word, praising him, thanking him for what he does in your life, not what you make up. You cannot make it through this world, you all. cannot make it through this world with, without the help of the Lord. Now, even though t- tomorrow is uh, 4th of July, I, th- I think about this. When, when the 4th of July, excuse, excuse me a minute. <coughs> Because of the 4th of July, we were all still slaves. And growing up, uh, we didn't really celebrate no Juneteenth. I didn't know nothing about no Juneteenth until I come to Arizona. Because I grew up in North Carolina. We knew when we were free from slaves. Our our forefathers taught us and allowed us to know. My my grandmother, uh, father, and mother were slaves. So she knew when they were freed, and she and she taught her children when they were freed. So uh, we didn't have to wait and, until way, way down, way, way, way down the. Now, when they were freed, some of the people left the East Coast and they ran all the way up to Canada and they went through Texas and all of that. But somehow the people still didn't believe it until the federal government had to come down and tell them. So. Uh, this Juneteenth, to me, I was thinking Juneteenth should be actually the freedom date and not something in June. But anyway, that's Vera. Uh, let's, let's op- let me open it for a testimony, you all. And I, 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 I do want to encourage you. Wait on the Lord. Serve the Lord. Praise Him. Understand His Word. Get equipped. You need His strength to make it. You need his word. You got to eat on his word. Eat right. Get your health together. But there are some folks that don't want it, but don't waste your time on them. If you waste your time on it, eventually you're going to become just like them. You're going to be, uh, I, I'll use the word out of order. You're not going to be in line with the spirit of God anymore. You're going to be with them. And they must say they don't have a heaven or hell to put you in. So you make up your mind. 
this day choose who who's gonna live with you this day you choose so, somebody give me a testimony and we're gonna close did you all hear me Hello? Hello? Yes. Can you hear me? Uh-huh. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, it's, it's my question. Yeah, I can hear you, Mark. Okay. <laughs> All right. Somebody give my question. Somebody give me a, a praise yeah. report, please. Yeah, I, had, I, had, I, had, I just wanted to make a quick comment. Um, I, I enjoyed the, the message. And, um, I, uh, this past week, I got to go. I got to go to San Diego, and um, when I was there, I went to a lot of museums. And I, I think I took a time when, uh, uh, when I was reading about the story about the, there's a museum, in, um, I think it's over in, in France somewhere, but they, they said that in that museum there is a, uh, a painting, and it's a, it's a picture of a man playing, devil, playing chess against the devil. Huh. And in that picture it shows that he is terrified he's scared and because he's about to lose but um in that picture if you look at it if you look at it if he if he just makes one or two more moves he actually would defeat the devil but he's in fear of the devil so he doesn't realize that he's actually got to sleep over the devil in two moves so i just wanted to say that at the beginning of the, of the song it says do not be afraid um it says um the Lord is the strength of my life, and who, who shall I be afraid? Amen. So, I just want to encourage everybody that every, the the devil comes along and he thinks that he's got us defeated, and and we and we're, a lot of us are walking around like we are defeated, but we actually have the victory. We have the victory. And yes. Sometimes it's just one move away or two uh-huh. moves away. We just have to stay in God's will. So I appreciate the message, Mark. All right, thank you very much, and thank you for bringing that up. Okay, thank thank you, Mark. Thank you very much for bringing that up, because that's exactly what the Lord was telling me. A lot of us live in fear. We don't we don't have to fear. The Word of God tells us God does not give us a spirit of fear. That's the enemy throwing stuff at you. We have the right to tell the enemy to get on back to hell where you belong. We have that right, but some of us are scared to say that. Oh, we we don't say it because we don't know it. We don't have the whole that boldness. That boldness is the spirit of God that's living in you. I, I like I said this so many times. There's no way I'll sit in this house and let somebody break in my house and come do whatever they want to do. I will not do that. You're not going to come in my house and overpower me and do whatever you want to do. I'm the one that pays the rent here. And that is the spiritual mm-hmm. and the natural and the spiritual part of it. I am not going to allow Satan to just do whatever he wants to do. What, what Jesus said, you know, when they were telling Jesus, telling Jesus he must be a Beelzebub. He said, first thing you got to do is tie up the strong man. You got to knock the the house owner down, tie him up, and then you can do what you want to do. But as long as the Spirit of God is living in me, you can't knock me down. I can knock you down. I can see some things. God opens our eyes, you all. He allows us to see what's happening around us. But we're fearful because we don't believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I'm going to keep saying it to our purple. I'm a pretty black now, but I'll keep saying it to our purpose. When that kind of fruit is in you, you do not have the Spirit of God living in you. You don't believe in the Spirit of God. 
You don't believe in the spirit. The enemy, the enemy can tell you whatever. These pastors that's telling this fake stuff now, they can tell you whatever. But the word of God is there. If you don't, you can't read. There are so many ways that you can. It, 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 my Bible, all you got to do is hit a little button and it, it does the reading for me. I don't have to go on and read every video because I can't have see it. But I can hit this little button and I can hear it. I can stop it and start it back over, over and over, over. That bread has to get in us. That confidence has to get us to know that we're not alone. And as Marquette just said, a lot of us is one step away. One step away from what God wants us to do or believe. That means all we got to do is just believe that Jesus is the Son of God. We're just that close at it. But no, we'd rather hear what the vomit is saying, what people are saying. We'd rather trust people than trust God. We'd rather look at the circumstances. Those circumstances are not of God. If it's somebody always got drama in, in, in their life, Look at it true. I just look at it true like it is. They don't have the Spirit of God living. If you got the Spirit of God living, then there is not always drama in your life. There's not always drama. It says the Lord is my stronghold. Stronghold. He protects me. I'm around. I'm behind His wall. His wall is truth. It's His word. That's what Jesus said. He's gonna send His word. Send send another comforter to be with us to guide us to to direct us, give us wisdom how to do things in our life and not just sit back and wait for somebody to come spoon feed us their stuff. Anyone else?